Take a shot like I pay the empire. Yeah. People are summon these days. Wasting their time and I ain't got nothing inside. Like you saying the most, but you ain't got nothing inside. You wanna kiss a handle? When I'm making the moves that I'm moving, they're screaming out Sheba Wando. Sheba Wando. They're screaming Sheba Wando. Sheba Wando. They're screaming Sheba Wando. Sheba Wando. They're screaming Sheba Wando. Sheba. Taking us to 6 p.m. on Good Hope FM, connecting Cape Town. Music from Jadena on the other side of traffic, news, and sporting details. You're hanging with me, Sean, as we fast forward you home right up to 7 p.m. tonight. Good Hope FM, traffic. There's heavy traffic on Broadway Boulevard northbound toward the N2 highway due to an obstruction on Hill and Suzman Boulevard inbound. A fatal accident in the right lane before Batenkrak Street. You can expect heavy delays there. Tigerberg Road eastbound towards Tiger Valley Road due to an obstruction. And at Walterfrieden Road southbound towards Morgan Stair Road. Also Valhalla Drive southbound towards Jakelsplay Road. And then on the R300 northbound on the link to the N1 outbound carriageway. Lisbeck Parkway southbound towards the N2 and Jan Smuts Drive southbound between Viking Way and the N2 Highway. Also on the N1 outbound between Sable Road and the Old Oak Road exit. This is Good Hope FM News. Good evening. The City of Cape Town says it will be cheaper for road agency Sandral to budget for road upgrades and maintenance than to introduce a private tolling system. Sandral has lost its case. The Supreme Court of Appeal in Bloemfontein for the right to toll the N1 and N2 freeways near Cape Town. Mayoral Committee Member for Transport Brett Heron says the city considered the negative impact of tolling in the case. The Minister of Transport and Sandral both failed to consider relevant information such as the impacts of tolling, the affordability of the proposed toll fees for low-income earners, traffic diversion rates and the impact on the surrounding road networks, the financial viability and sustainability of the tolling project and other less expensive funding options for the refurbishment of the N1 and N2 freeways. 
A Cape Town police officer and two other suspects have been arrested for armed robbery on the Cape Flats. This brings to six the number of police officials arrested on charges of corruption, drug dealing and possessing stolen property since last week. In the latest incident, a Cape Metro officer was alerted by a member of the public about a business that had been robbed near the R300. Mayoral Committee Member for Safety and Security, J.P. Smith, says the Metro officer pursued the suspects and called for backup. Smith says the SAP PS member works at the Site B police station in Kailicha. He says it will appear in court soon. Although the officer became aware that one of the suspects was a SAPS member, he still confiscated that person's firearm. And as soon as backup arrived, they arrested all three suspects for armed robbery. A SAPS-issued firearm Z88 with a serial number intact and 2,095 rand in cash was found in possession. A man believed to be in his 50s has died in a collision between three vehicles on Helen Sussman Boulevard in Cape Town. ER24 spokesperson Shetra Bodazing Harduth says when they arrived on the scene, the man was being attended to by traffic officials. Bodazing Harduth says the man's vital signs had deteriorated and he was declared dead on scene. She says all other people involved in the incident refused hospital treatment. They tried to assist by initiating CPR. Upon arrival at the scene, ER24 paramedics took over CPR. Sadly, there was nothing that could be done for the man. An autopsy will determine the exact cause of death. Authorities were unseen for further investigation. The drunk driving trial of ANC MP Tony Yengeni has been postponed to the 28th of October in the Cape Town Regional Court. This will allow for all court records pertaining to the case to be transcribed and heads of argument prepared. The expert witness in Yengeni's defence, Dr. Serena Edmund-Smith, was cross-examined today. Speaking after the proceedings, she says there were discrepancies with the fluoride readings in his initial blood report compiled for the state two years ago. The fluoride uh, calibration curve, it's been incorrectly reported as being positive, where the slope of the graph should be uh, should have a negative slope, and therefore you cannot, using the slope that is given, you cannot calculate the fluoride readings. The second issue is the tertiary butanol, and it's there's just no method was given as to to how it was prepared. So if we don't know how it's prepared, then we can't confirm that the concentration that is given is the actual concentration. For Good Hope FM News and Traffic, I'm Vanya Kluter-Collison. Good Hope FM Sport. Your top stories of this hour, the Blitzbox drawn in Pool B for Dubai and South Africa draw Estonia in the Davis Cup tennis and are McLaren launching a bid to buy... I got that the wrong way around. Are Apple launching a bid to buy McLaren? Details coming up at 6.30. Or McLaren, do they need an Apple a day to get it through? I also got that messed up. (laughs) Oh, well, it's 6 o'clock. It's a long day, man. Time to go home, people. (laughs) Back to the music on Good Hope FM. Good Hope FM. Connected Cape Town. Coming up on Fast Forward with Sean Lewis. Sean 
on Good Hope FM. Want what you hear? Buy tunes at goodhopefm.co.za now. Just you and me on the floor. 